All right, hey, what is up, you guys? It's Danielle here with Tarot and T Podcast. And, Tarot and as T. always, Tarot and T. <laughs> TNT. Oh, <laughs> TNT. Hey, oh my God. Whoa. It works. <laughs> um, and as always, of course, I am here with Lexi. So that is my name. Don't <laughs> wear it out. Why okay. do we used to say that? I, I never said that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's kind of um, like when someone's like, yeah, my name is Lexi, but they call me. Oh, yeah. Big Lex. And they're like, who calls you that? No one has no ever one... called you that. Self-proclaimed nicknames are the worst. There's this guy that was from our hometown and I don't remember what his nickname was, but he called himself it and nobody else called himself it. It was like his Facebook name and he's like, oh yeah, everyone around here knows me oh as. And we're like, God. no, you gave yourself that nickname. <laughs> nobody calls you that. Stop. And there's like times I'm like, doing. I'm like, I want a nickname. I want a nickname. And then like, but you know that you can't make it up yourself. So no. I'm just like, ooh, Oh no, I just accidentally spilled some pop. Am I pop spiller? What? Come on, give me a nickname. <laughs> and then um they'll be like one nut, um, one nut. <laughs> <laughs> one nut, one nut. They'll be like, um, they're like, okay, your nickname is Lex. I'm like, well, that's the worst nickname I've ever we call heard. You, it's literally we call you Lassie. Lassie. Yeah. Lassie, come home. <laughs> one night one night <laughs> all right guys we got such a cool episode for you today this i'm actually shocked we haven't like done this episode this was sent in by a listener who was like oh you guys should talk about well originally it started out as voodoo dolls and then i was like oh my god we've never talked about like witchcraft versus voodoo like the origins is it the same is it different all that stuff um ideally at some point I would love to have like somebody who actually does voodoo or is from yeah. voodoo descent to come on um but that would this be crazy is, wouldn't it be crazy well yeah. because essentially so to dive in witchcraft is like European and voodoo is African and that's, I think okay. that's like the general concept that everyone knows. So being a white woman trying to teach people about voodoo, I just feel like is not it. Yeah. So I would like to get someone on, but I will run through some of like the basics with you guys. Um, obviously I'm not trying to pull from that culture or pretend that I am like all knowing of that culture or anything like that. So please do not take this the wrong way as we proceed. Um, this is just the facts that I know from what I've studied. Pause for drink of water. Okay. <laughs> <Chucks>. <laughs> all right. So, um, so kind of like how I said, um, witchcraft is European and voodoo is African voodoo religion or practice uh, was created actually in slave quarters and was brought to Haiti and Louisiana when faiths of various people from African and Haitian culture were coming together. And then I found this out, which I was actually shocked. We all love American Horror Story, right? And we love it. Hold on, pause. Did you okay. see Ryan Murphy had to do the poll again and he said sirens? Or Bloody Mary. And I think majority it's of the majority of the cast said sirens. And he said, you know, that means you will be in water for a whole year, Sarah Paulson. And she was like, let's fucking do it. Do you know how great sirens will be? Yeah. Well, I knew because when he released his first spoiler, it was like the mouth with the teeth. And everyone was like, oh, vampires. I was like, they already did vampires. That's like what hotel was kind of to an extent. But I was like, they already did something like that. I think it might. And then they showed like water. I was like, dude, it's going to be fucking sirens. I was, I was like, so this stoked. is going to be insane. I can't wait. So I'm excited. Um, But so this was saying that voodoo really took off in Louisiana uh, during the life of Marie Laveau. I didn't realize she was a real person. Oh, you didn't? I knew the... Kathy Bates character. No, it's real, real because um 
because I've seen other, like, you know how people go to like haunted buildings and stuff. Mm -hmm. They um, went to that place down in Louisiana or whatever. And like people do like paranormal stuff down there because like, yeah, well, um, no, that's like the quarters and yeah, no, that's Kathy Bates's character. I don't remember what her name is. No, Marie Laveau. um, I mean, uh, what was her name? Well, fuck, Madame Low Low. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hold fuck, on. I'll have to look it up. I'm but Marie Google Laveau, it. Marie Laveau is played by Angela Bassett. She's the voodoo queen. That was a real person. And, and I loved her. And I loved mm-hmm. the um the guy with the hat. Oh there. yeah. Yeah, the guy yeah. that has yep. had that girl. Yeah, well, if you, okay. If you guys have watched it, you it's know been so long if since not, I've seen then Coven. You have no idea what's going on. Um, it's Coven's been so like long since I watched Coven. I rewatched it a few months ago. I wish that they did a spinoff of just of like more of the voodoo. Um, whole side I of heard it they we were going Coven. to. Yeah, I heard they were going to, but I don't know. It's tough to tell like what's real and what people are just like, like fan fiction stuff. But um, so Marie Laveau was the queen of voodoo and the voodoo, the word voodoo itself means spirits and voodoo is a spirit and mortal type of practice. It connects um, mortals and spirits. So it's, I don't want to say it's witchcraft because I know it's separate, but it comes from like the same basis it's very ancestral it's people who are practicing it um it's been passed down it's all from stories told by ancestors and so on and so forth and so a voodoo doll which this is where our listener's question came into play she wanted to know more about voodoo dolls um the doll lying or i'm sorry hold on i pulled up this thing so i can keep track of my where i'm going with this um, so voodoo dolls can be used as religious objects or superstition ones, depending on how the user treats it. A voodoo doll is usually small, soft, and representing a person. If the doll's lying alone on a table, it is no different than any other doll. However, the sharp pins which accompany the doll make it a voodoo doll. The person handling the doll has complete control over the doll and can push the pins into the entirety of its soft body, attaching strands of hair or the name of the subject to the doll. The concept rests on the body being the material incarnation of the person, although religious usage of the voodoo doll uses outside spirits. So the voodoo doll is an inanimate object connected to a person. And so then when you do something to the doll, it in turn, it does it to that person or messes up. Obviously if you jam a needle through their knee, it's not going to be like a needle shows up in the person's knee. It's going to be like, you know, they hurt their knee, they fall, they get injured, they, you know, whatever. And that's kind of where the voodoo doll takes place. It's kind of formed on the purpose of like, dark magic which i know that's why i know personally the witch community is very big on trying to not use the term black magic anymore uh even though it wasn't i don't think necessarily supposed to be racist but because it's talking about darker magic bad magic they don't want to associate the word black with anything bad so they're really trying to work hard on backpedaling that and not calling darker magic black magic they want to call it dark magic so that's kind of more that side of it but voodoo has all sides I mean it's a lot like witchcraft in the sense that it could be used for good for bad it's all in the hands of the practitioner whether they use those things for good or evil is completely up to them in their own free will but well as and far that's as- like like you said, it's just like the hands of the practitioner. Um, mm-hmm. My mom was said that she sent you some TikToks of this lady who's like having people like put like showing how to put hexes on people and like, I don't know, like yeah. just doing some weird stuff. And I'm like, can you just worry about yourself, though? Like, can you just like yeah. try to like do your own affirmations and like speak to what you want? Like, why do you have to try to like hurt somebody or like make them have like a bad day like can you just 
wish yeah. for yourself to have a good day. Like that's yeah, weird. I and see like like you said, that's all up to the person though. Some people it's like instead of being like, you know what? Cause like I do binding spells, which is where you bind that person from doing harm to you. It's essentially like a reverse. Yeah, but that's um, like protection. your, yeah, but that's right, like exactly. you're protecting, you're protecting yourself. yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, I hope that I'm going to get hit by this. a car. Exactly. Like that's weird. How about yeah. you just protect yourself and mm-hmm. then wish for good things to happen to you instead of hoping yeah. bad things happen to other people. Like that's weird. That's some villain shit. Well, and so that's where you start getting into, uh, there's some witches that believe and follow and respect the threefold law. And then you have witches that don't. And the threefold law is that whatever energy you put out into the world is going to come back back to you three times. So why are you going to, so if you are doing something to hurt somebody else, it's all going to come back to you negatively. Why would you even want to do that? Right. But that's what I mean is the people that do that typically don't believe in the threefold law. Oh. They don't think that that's how that works. So what? They don't believe in karma either. Well, that's I mean, essentially broken down. No, it's the, the same law thing. Is. Yeah. So but that's why I don't practice dark magic so much. I well, just because, because no one I do. practice dark magic. Yeah. I mean, but again, free will to each their own. I don't agree with it. I wouldn't do it. I mean, never say never, but I mean, I've had some, <laughs> I've had some you people like in my this life episode <laughs> and go like do some dark magic. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's been people in my life that deserve it, but I still have oh, never. I'm not saying acted. that there's not, there's always people that deserve it. Deserve yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, and, and then too, you kind of get, there is a little bit of a gray area because it's like, at what point is it like dark magic? Like casting a spell on somebody who sexually assaulted you to never be able to get an erection again. Is that really dark magic? Um, No. See, but that's the thing. There's, there's a line. That's the Lord's work. (laughs) That's the Lord. I'm just speeding up the Lord's work, honey. Exactly. You're just helping. And that's, that's nice. so funny. That's nice. <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. So it's like, there's so, like, there's some witches that would even say that that's too far. Like you should just protect yourself and focus on your healing, you know? And then there's other people that are like, oh, I don't think that's too dark. Like, yeah, cause that's their car. Your acting is their threefold law. That's their karma. That's how some people perceive it. So it's tricky because you kind of get into that dark magic side of things and like it's a little bit of like a slippery slope because everybody's perception of what dark magic is is going to be a little skewed depending on each person so that's where it kind of gets tricky one person's dark magic is another person's tuesday evening that's true because um malfoy was just like and I hate you so i'm gonna do i'm gonna make you have a bad day and to him he's like that's not mean. It's they were mean to me. And when mm-hmm. really you're like, Malfoy, can you just worry about brushing your yeah. hair back? Right. <laughs> Slicking that back with that gel with that. Oh my God. In the first season, his hair was so orange because the bleach. Oh God. It was Ew, awful. I know. It was so awful. Anyways. But so what I was going to get at was some people believe like, so going back to like, okay, giving somebody the ability to not be able to have an erection because they sexually assaulted you. It's like some people say, okay, well, the threefold law, like the universe will take care of it in its own way. You don't have to Then they're going to be like, and guess what? I hope you don't like orgasms because you're never having one again. You're never going to be able to have sex again, mother. (laughs) When you're like, no, he was a predator. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's interesting because I think that that's where things get super, skewed is because every you're never going to have a collective agreement on what's too dark what's dark what's gray because that's the other thing is magic that's kind of in between they refer to it as gray magic so like that would be like you know causing someone to not be able to get an erection would be gray magic because yeah you're still affecting somebody's life but it could be justified so then that's in a gray area therefore it's gray magic So I think that that's super interesting, but voodoo essentially going, you know, looping back around, it is very similar. It just comes from different origins. It's very, I feel like it's much more ancestral than regular witchcraft is. Of course, 
uh, people who practice witchcraft do get some stuff from ancestors or follow ancestors, especially if you're a hereditary witch, which is a witch who it's been passed down. Like your grandmother was a witch and passed down her book of shadows or whatever, you know what I mean? And it goes down and down and down. That's still ancestral. However, there's something about voodoo that's just so like powerful and it's almost like a whole other separate thing, even though the idea is essentially the same. Yeah. I think that would be really cool though. If we can have someone come on and talk, especially about like, like modern day because Mm -hmm. um like they bring like their favorite like their loved one's favorite food and put it at like their grave like there's so many like cool yeah traditions that they do that I would really love to hear like modern day like yeah you're not you're not like cutting open a snake and doing weird things like they show on like the movies like it's I don't know. I, I yeah, I think we that's I would our love goal. we to need get, to find yeah. somebody and get if them. If you on. guys if you guys know anyone that's a voodoo practitioner or you are a voodoo practitioner, I would love to get a voodoo queen or king on this show. I think that that would be amazing because I would love to kind of cross compare and see what's happening. But so with that being said, with like saying, you know, witchcraft is kind of becoming like a bigger thing and it's taking over. I saw something the other day, I was looking up stuff and I've come across a lot of topics about like, or I'm sorry, a lot of articles that said like, oh, witchcraft is coming back. Why is witchcraft so strong? And I was like reading some of these statistics and I found out that over 1 million Americans identify as pagans or Wiccans. And I thought that that was wild I did not expect it to be that big so with that being said about so 1 million Americans identify as pagans or Wiccans I get that question a lot is what is a pagan um I we might have covered it but just as like a maybe like not a lot I don't know yeah so just as a refresher a pagan is essentially an umbrella term for anyone that doesn't practice modern day religion So if you're not somebody that believes in, you know, Christianity, Catholicism, Judaism, Islamic, you know, anything like that, but you are spiritual, then you would be considered a pagan. Um, And pagan origins are usually, it could mean you follow old religions like Norse religions or Welsh religions or something to that extent. Uh, It's usually typically people who believe or practice or take things from religions that existed before modern organized religion. So things that Vikings were practicing or earlier, like Aztec, like stuff like that. Those religions would essentially be considered pagan. But the term pagan comes from, um, that's what Pagani was the Italian word that they would call people that didn't convert to Catholicism. And it basically meant like dirty country dweller. And it was the term that they would label people who didn't want to convert. And then of course, translated, it turned into pagan. So a pagan is meant to be someone that just doesn't believe in that type of religion. So I get that question quite often, but that is what a pagan is. So, I mean, you could be technically, I mean, an atheist could technically be pagan because they don't believe. However, they didn't swap it out for anything else. They just don't believe in anything. So that's a whole thing. I would like to get an atheist on the show too. Yeah, that would be fun. I think that would be super interesting because I'm curious to know, because like I said, I feel like people misconstrue us and think that we don't believe in anything. And we have to constantly be like, no, you don't understand. We do. We just don't believe in like the dogmatic, you know, overhead of modern religion. But we believe in spirituality. And so it would be interesting to see somebody who lives their life thinking that there's just nothing. Um, if I could handle that episode, that also might give me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> oh, my God. But like also where you live. Being, I don't know. I don't want to say what are you living for because obviously not everybody believes in like afterlife stuff like that. I know that I think that we just recycle mm-hmm. uh freaking million times, but I don't know. It doesn't because I know well, that's the thing. like sometimes organized religion is to give 
people something to believe in because if yeah you don't think that there's anything then you can feel like really pointless and there's no yeah. meaning and well whatever. sometimes or sometimes that flips because I saw something where it was like a lot of times people say like well if you're an atheist, what are you living for? And they're like, that's it. I'm, I have everything to live for because I don't think there's anything after this. So I'm going to live my best life and leave my mark and make it count because I don't think there's anything after this. If I get one shot at this life, I'm going to go for it. So it can be both ways. Some people, it could cause a mindset of like, oh, there's nothing, this is nothing, we're nothing, it's all pointless. Or you, it could have the complete opposite effect where it really hypes somebody up to make a huge impact because they think, well, this is it. But I think that's where my anxiety comes in because it's like, for me, I have to, I mean, I know there's something else because I have come in contact and have experienced it. However, like to think that there could not be I know when I was young, before I found this spirituality and I was kind of in between um, spiritual beliefs, the idea of there being nothing terrified me because I was like, so you're telling me we don't ask to be born. We're brought here. We have to pay a bunch of bills. We don't do a bunch ask of shit, to be born. <laughs> and then we just die and that's it. Goodbye. Yep. Like, that's so terrifying to me. Um but I mean, that's where your spirituality comes in. We just had Carrie on the last episode and he said something really interesting, which was I'm very spiritual. However, I'm not religious. And I think that that's so like, that's it in a nutshell, like cool, print it on a t-shirt. I'm in like, that's exactly what it is. I'm spiritual, but I'm not necessarily religious. And I think that it's becoming a lot more common too as witchcraft and this kind of like pagan spirituality is becoming a little bit more mainstream. I think as much as it can sometimes annoy me, I, cause you get those bandwagoners that are just hopping on. And in five years when it's not cool again, you know, they're going to go back to living their lives. Like it never happened and thinking that you're a weirdo, but it does help people have an awakening. Sometimes that's what it takes to get it to click for some people is to hear it and see it in a mainstream setting and have representation. I mean, we always talk about representation in the form of like racial issues and body positivity and stuff like that. But representation is important in all aspects of life. And if you have those people out there really pioneering it and, like putting it on, like what we are doing. I mean, I'm not saying we're trailblazers or pioneers, but we're out here making a podcast that's a good resource or a good jumping off point to answer questions and to introduce people to this topic so they can say, wow, that sounds a lot like what I believe or wow, I really connect with that or wow, that's kind of how I've been feeling. I would like to learn more and then they can dive in and we could have been that stepping stone to a spiritual awakening. And I think that the more mainstream this stuff becomes, it's, I mean, yeah, you're going to have, like I said, those bandwagoners, but it does also bring an element of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's, it's putting it out there for people to join and to educate and learn yeah. about it. Because we don't expect people to listen to this and then go out and buy like a hundred things or think that they have to like convert ev like their yeah. everyday life because it's yeah it's not something like yeah you can just dive in head first but it's one of those that we just want people to know and then um the more listeners that we have the more guests that we talk to the more like because I like when I went to Moondrop Herbals I didn't think that there was like a bunch of shops like that around Battle Creek, Michigan. Like it's small. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, maybe Kalamazoo, whatever. There ends up being all these awesome ones, like mm -hmm. just random places and they've been open forever. And I don't know. It's so cool that it's everywhere. Like we've talked to people all over yeah. the country and they all have like this, like, just like what we said to Carrie, like, Everyone's journey is completely different, but everyone comes to the same realization on their own. Yeah. After they've done their research, no matter if they went on Wikipedia, a, write right. a book, like it does not matter what type of research you're doing. Everyone comes to the same conclusion. And I think especially when we're talking about um, 
voodoo and like stuff like that, while their practices may be completely different than um, like what other people are used to or like have other traditions, it's still the same goal to yeah. put out like good to get to receive good or mm-hmm. sure you can do like dark and try yeah. to hex somebody like it doesn't matter it's still the exact same yeah what is it what are we we're both trying to do the same thing what is that uh, uh try to do the same thing i, don't know. I get i get what you <laughs> i know okay. what you're saying yeah yeah and i think that that you know and we talked about that a lot with jen when she was on the episode too she said sometimes even if it's not the most reliable source if that source is presented to that person they need that you know you need to kind of experience all these different things so you can put things in perspective if you only have one piece of information that's guiding you you're even though it's you know you could think it's right and you could believe it with all your heart like if you're not opening yourself up to multiple forms of education and all that stuff, you're going to become blinded. Or like I see it on Twitter a lot. Um, I like follow some accounts and it'll be like a, a calling or it'll be like if this series of numbers have been presenting to you or, you know, like or they're like if you're wearing this, this or this. Um, and and yeah. she literally says if it resonates with you, take it. If it yep. doesn't, keep scrolling. Like, not yep. everything that that you see posted is meant for you. But yeah. if but if you are reading it and you're like, oh my god, what? And you like click it to actually like read the whole thread, take it. Yeah. And and it's a and it's a it's not a generalized message, but it's like for those people that need it. So if you're reading it and it's like you've been feeling concerned lately about this problem and whatever, and you're like, no, I haven't okay, then it's not for you. Keep scrolling. Or if you're like, oh my God, I have been feeling really concerned and I have been noticing this. Um, Pay attention to it. See if it helps. Worst case, it doesn't. But yeah, I don't know. It's not, I don't know. I just really like that. But I hate that people post in the comments and they're like, this isn't even for me. Okay, then why are you commenting? (laughs) Right. Well, I think people use that as ammunition to discredit because they're like, oh, exactly. You're just throwing something out there. And of course, some people are going to resonate with it. Yeah, but but that's what it's for. Right. That's what it's for. It's for those people that need to hear it. It's not, especially when you do something now, obviously if it's like a one-on-one reading and they're like, I might say some things that don't pertain to you. It's like, well, why? Well, then who does it pertain to? Yeah. (laughs) But when you're putting something, that's when, you know, it's like a, maybe a little sketchy, but when it's something big, like the internet, obviously one thing is not going to relate to the billions of people that are on the internet. But they'll literally say like, if you are Maybe if you are these three placements, uh, maybe wearing this or whatever, and you're like, yeah, that's like a big population of people. But like, I'll notice that like, if if I'm not one of those placements in it, then I'll just keep scrolling because that I don't know. That's not because generally, not if I start to read it, it's not for me, and that's fine. I'm not that placement. Then if I see if it's my placement, I'll at least like read through it, and then mm-hmm. if I'm like, wow, that's actually pretty accurate then I'll continue to read it or if it's like I don't really feel this is for me right now I'm just gonna keep scrolling yeah Twitter gotta love it of course yeah well and that's what I think it's hard but I also think that people that don't believe in witchcraft voodoo any of this you know spirituality type stuff I feel like they're going to look for any crack to discredit but you know Equally so, because we do the same thing to their religion or their Mm -hmm. spiritual beliefs. Any crack or contradiction, we're going to jump on it and use it as a means to try and open their eyes. And it's tough. I know I need to work on that because I know that, you know, freedom of religion, blah, 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 blah. You're allowed to believe what you want, you know, but it's just for me, I know how much happier I've become since I've stepped back. And I need to understand that not everyone feels that way. Some people are completely happy and content in the religion that they're in and they don't want to change. And I need to get better at just recognizing that and leaving that alone and only preaching to those who maybe are on the fence or 
seem unhappy or I feel like I get the intuition vibe that they need to hear my message or what it is that I have to say. So definitely something I'm working on, but it's, yeah, it's, it's tough because it's tough because there's so many different beliefs out there. And at the end of the day, you know, again, we talked about it with Jen is it's the truth is in the crossroads somewhere because at some point, all of these things have similarities. Well, and it, it can't just be by happenstance. You know, it's obviously there's a reason for those similarities. And it's because at some point it was all derived from the same source. It just became, you know, it kind of morphed into something bigger than I think anyone ever intended. And it's kind of just gotten so out of control. And now you have so many people invested in it and people that live their lives based on these things and these rules and these morals that it's like, you can't take it back now. Like it's too late. Yeah. We're too far into it. You can't, you just, you can't, you can't backpedal. So, and I think that that's part of the problem. And and unfortunately, I don't really think that's really a problem we can solve because you're going to have people that, you know, if somebody is deep in a religion, you're not going to be able to pull them out, at least not easily. And they have to be willing to be able to listen to what you're saying in the first place. And if they're completely content and comfortable in the religion they're in, they're not going to even want to listen to you because they're going to think that what you have to say isn't even valid in the first place. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Agree with all of. No, I don't know. I feel like we just always say like, we can say it until our face turns blue, but a lot of things always go back to religion and trying to silence and trying to, I don't know, yeah. just like our society is is pretty centered around it. So it is, which I, that's why I think it's so interesting though, because it's interesting to see how concepts that are man-made have morphed I and think completely it's- changed. I, as much as like, yeah, there's a lot of people in, into like organized religion and stuff. I think, um, we are seeing a lot of those boundaries kind of get pushed and like rewritten. Yeah. Um, especially like our generation and the upcoming generations, like, I don't know. I'm not saying it's phasing out cause it'll never phase out, but I don't think right. it's well, that's what I was saying. essential. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, and that's what I was saying about how this, you know, go back to I didn't realize that there were that many. I mean, there's a million, over a million Americans right now who identify openly as pagan or Wiccan. That's just openly, you know, I mean, and I don't know how they got that statistic or whatever, but it's like, it's crazy. And you're starting to see more of like the old ways are starting to kind of come back. And I think that that's super interesting. And I'm curious to see if there's ever a world where that free spirituality is almost as prominent, if not more than your stereotypical modern day religions. I'm just curious, because I know like for me and my son, like I teach him, you know, he's always asking questions. Yeah. He's always asking questions about witchcraft and witches and why I believe what I believe and all that stuff. And I, I, I submerse him into it in a kid-friendly way. You know, I, for Yule, we made, you know, ornaments that's like with pine and stuff like that and myrrh and things that are representative of the gods and goddesses around Yule time and like stuff like that. And it's like, it's such a different experience for him. And like Easter was tough because we don't really celebrate Easter. So what we do is, but I, I don't want him to feel like, well, you don't get anything because we don't believe that. So I still put together like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, that's kind of shitty. So I still put him together a, a gift basket, but we don't do the bunny bullshit and all that stuff. And, but I taught him, you know, why Easter why is the way yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. Because it started pagan. And I explained to him what the eggs are and how that came into play and the story of the rabbit and all this stuff that he can now go on and be like, oh, well, did you, you know, have you ever thought, hmm, eggs, what does that have to do with a man rising from the dead? It's like, <laughs> because Easter wasn't always about that. It was about something yeah. completely, the word Easter is derived from Istora, which is the name of the goddess that was celebrated and Easter. 
Like it's, you know, and I mean, I'm not going on a soapbox about it. I'm just saying it's interesting because I know the younger generation, they're becoming a lot more open to it. And I'm curious to see how that's going to translate as they grow. Good job putting your mic on. <laughs> I saw that. I, I, saw you I was like, to... <laughs> I know. I'm like trying to hurry up and scroll around. <laughs> I saw you getting ready to sneeze. And I saw you like, I was like, oh, she's on her <laughs> mic. Look at this professional. Um, but so I actually, we were at Barnes and Noble and I saw a book and I think it's called, I'm going to order it, but it's called Seasons of the Witch. And it's literally a history book for children about like where witchcraft came from and the different origins of it, the different types of it. And I was like, I never would have thought I would see this book in the children's section of a Barnes and Noble. Like to me, that was huge. Yeah. And I like freaked out about it because I was like, we've come so far. I feel like, I mean, like I said, when I saw that, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like they let this in here. And so I think that it is becoming more accepting. And that's just these younger generations that are being raised by our generation who we weren't allowed to be accepting. It was black and white. This is how it is. This is the truth. And that's not even religion. That's just in general. You do what Mm -hmm. you're told to do because that's how life works. You're Don't a ask questions. Yep, yep. You just put your head down and you follow. And or remember we were always like, said because I said so. Yeah, because I said so. Because you try I'm, to ask. Because I'm the adult and you're the child. And it's like we were raised that way, and we said, you know what? No, children have feelings. Children have emotions. Children are allowed to feel differently than you and have different opinions than you. Obviously, yes, there's a line of respect and disrespect, but me stating that I don't agree with your opinion is not me disrespecting you. It's me telling you, I don't agree with you. And that's the thing is it's like, Oh, you don't be disrespectful. And you're like, I wasn't. And so us who were raised that way, we're raising our kids now where it's like, you know, people air quotes call it snowflake, but it's like, no, we're listening to them. Yeah. Children are smart as fuck. I know. And they're like, no, you just need to, you need to make them because they're the child. And like people teaching their children consent, like the fact that people are mad about that, like the whole, have you seen those things on Facebook where it's like, if someone tells your kid like, oh, come give grandpa a kiss and your kid's like, no, yeah, like don't make them do it. Like no. teach them. They can say no. Like that's so to be like, oh, stop it. Your grandpa wants a kiss. You have to do it. Like, don't make it weird. Like, yeah. And that goes for anyone, grandma, aunt, like anything. Like it doesn't, I know well, when you I make it a man, like, it makes it first, weird. Because like our family, like we always hugged, like we're not like yeah. kissing each other on the mouth or anything weird, <laughs> but like we always like <laughs> would be like affectionate. So when I first saw that, I was like, well, I don't know. That's weird. But there are certain family members or like the other side of the family that isn't affectionate. And so if like for little kids, when you're like, give them a hug and they're like, no. And they're like, just do it. And then they're like, oh, and then they like, yeah, just give them a little hug. And they're like, oh, I hate that. Like, I didn't want to yeah. like, have you seen that video of that little kid when he's like, oh, I'm not coming over here no more. And yeah, and they're like, why? And he said, oh, she kissed me on my mouth. And like, he was like <laughs> genuinely upset that his freaking yeah. grandma kissed him on the mouth. Yeah. And like some not everybody is like super right affectionate well, and, or like and that's the thing is know weird. your limits like because I know like with Zach's family it's like when the kids are opening a gift and they like open a gift they love and you're like oh like go give them a hug and say thank mm-hmm. you if they said no okay but his family is like the kids are very affectionate so it's like yeah that's not a big deal but when you're or like if, or if you're like um like, go tell them thank you. Like, give them a hug. And they're like, no, just be like, okay, well, can you give them, like, a high five? Can yeah, you? Yeah, or can like, you just tell them thank you? Yeah, like, you, it doesn't have to be, like, a. Like, affectionate, right. Yeah. But but that's the thing is, like, there's people that are like, no, that's not okay. But, like, making your children feel like they have a choice to an extent. Because there's some things they don't. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying raise your children where it's like, oh, you don't want to clean your room for the month in the row for and the, they're like, no. the fifth month in a row. And now we have yeah. ants in the house. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, obviously there's boundaries to it. I'm not saying just let your kids run, run amok and do whatever they want at the expense of like your home and your, you know, hygienic issues and all that stuff. However, like, it's not just 
my way or the highway, you're the child, suck it the fuck up. Like they need to know that they have a say because when they grow up, it's important that they use that. And I think that, you know, we're seeing the older generation that is really struggling with that concept and they don't understand it because they love the power. Right. They well, cause that's the... how they were raised. So now they're exactly. like, well, now it's my turn. I get to be in power. And we're like, no, I mean, yes, but no, like I said, there is still that line of respect, but what is disrespectful me saying, no, I don't want to go to church with you because I don't believe in that. That's not me being disrespectful. That's me. It's disrespectful for you to not take into consideration my beliefs and force me to do what you want me to do. That's what's disrespectful. You know, but they don't get that. And it's no, it's tough. So I'm just I'm curious to see because I've noticed it a lot with our generation and how our generation is raising their children. I mean, obviously, you still have those people that do believe in the old school way. I mean, it's never going to die out. But I, I have a feeling that this new wave of kids, it's like I think the love and the acceptance and the equality will be louder than the hate and the this is black and white and this is how things are deal with it. I think that it will get louder then. I don't think it'll be, you know, I'm not saying that the hate's going to completely die out. That's impossible, but I'm curious. I I really do feel that. I think it's interesting. I have a lot of faith in my son's generation. But that's also what Bia said though, too, is she's like, that's the, yeah, the new way the ones. Yeah. That are going to like start it off. Right. And she knows like it's going to get better from, here like yeah because we just felt the wrath of the baby boomers and the cult that was the last presidential election yeah yes and yeah the last term and um yeah it was just so much negativity and just grossness and just the amount of hate everywhere and it was hard and then the tiktokers coming out of nowhere saving the world um one trump rally ticket at a time freaking reserving (laughs) shit and like playing pranks on him and that was like the best and i think we should be afraid of them because no they're smart they're very smart and they're gonna be a hell of a lot better but it's scary they're gonna bully everybody (laughs) yeah well no one's safe my my dad and I actually had a really good conversation because I mean it's no secret that I am the black sheep in a sense in my family mm-hmm. where I think very differently but my dad put it in a term that made a lot of sense to me where he said but when does it end he said when everyone agrees with you and I said I understand how that's how it looks because mm-hmm. I am so loud and vocal about my opinion but I also understand that you have to have both sides if we you know, I think gay people should be able to get married. However, I understand that with that freedom, everyone has their own freedom. So the Christian baker has the right to not bake them a cake. Do I think that's fucked up personally? Yes, but I cannot force him to conform to my beliefs. If his belief is that it's wrong and he wants to lose that business and he doesn't want to bake them a cake, he has that right. I understand you can't force everyone to think the way you think because that's it's just not possible just like how we don't like how they're trying to force us to think the way they think Mm -hmm. I get that I understand that you have to have both and I said what really gets to me is when people use their political affiliation to hide behind and spew hate and be like well I'm this way because it's my political party and what they believe and it's like no you're still accountable I said I said, um, you know, it's human rights, equality, you know, all that type of stuff, religion, that should not be a political argument. There should be nothing to argue. Mm-hmm. You're or like all beliefs. those people that were hiding behind the MAGA and the and we're using that as their excuse to come out of the woodwork and be nasty to people of other races or whatever. Right. And then um my favorite is when they're like being recorded and then they like lose their job or whatever, whatever, yeah. because because you can't use that as your excuse as to why you're being a shitty person. Right. Yeah. Especially when you're like, well, I was just raised that way. You can change. Our or generation you're like, did. Yeah, MAGA. And then yeah. they quietly took down all their MAGA 
flags um, as soon as he lost and then pretended to go along with what everyone else is doing. And oh, I still see that's why I did not forget. And I remember your house had it and I remember your house had it mm-hmm. like just because you took it down. I already know your true colors. Yeah. Have you, when that was going on, I don't think I've ever asked you when the whole MAGA thing was like huge when Trump was president being mixed, did you experience any like, no, because, because people don't that? even No, because people still think I'm white. Cause you're, you're, you're light skinned. Yeah. Yeah. And people just think I like tan easy. Yeah. Like they don't really know. So Realize. That's, yeah. That's where it's weird is like, um, like sometimes I'll like when all the black lives matter stuff was going on, I'm like deep in it because I see so many people affected by it. And even though I'm not personally affected by it, sometimes I feel like I'm just a bandwagoner because I don't look like some of the other people that experience all that negativity and stuff. And, um, but that's like a, it's a big deal. It's, and well, yeah. I think it doesn't matter what color you are. You, you either acknowledge that it's wrong and that's why you're joining yeah. the black lives movement, or you yeah. are pretending that everything's still fine. And, yeah. and you are choosing to ignore the inequality. Like, yeah. Inequality. Yeah. It's I, yeah. Inequality. It's like you're either you're on board or you're not. And it's getting, yeah more important well I wondered if that was tough for you because I know that you are very light-skinned but you are half like I mean you're half Jamaican yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like that must be tough for you because you're like because you're not a bandwagoner you are half Jamaican exactly and but sometimes I feel like a fraud or I feel like I'm um I'm not necessarily saying that I have issues because I don't it's not as not bad as, as severe as yeah. other people's and um and I'm never gonna pretend that but I feel like me acknowledging it like that other people go through that that yeah. people are like well you don't experience it why do you right. care kind of thing well and it's got to be tough for you because it's like in the back of your mind you're like especially when you see all the hate crimes happening you're like probably and I mean correct me if I'm wrong but maybe a little grateful that you're more light-skinned because you don't have to worry about that even well, though and I used to be able to is as shitty as it is obviously I think more people would do it is like when I was younger I would and remember you guys would joke on the cheer team like I could I could like pick and choose when yeah. I was gonna be white and when yeah. I was not going yeah. to be, you left me hanging that one time. We went to a party <laughs> where it was all uh, everyone, all black people except for me. And I looked at you and I said, I was like, oh, like we're the only white people here. And you said, uh, uh-uh, uh, you're the only white person on my black half today. And I was like, because <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, do not, uh, uh-uh, uh, I am not the blonde white girl at this party. No, that is that you. I'm not that doing was that. Me. But I also have like my friend that was down in Florida. He's clearly black and he is so in denial that he's like, I'm not black. And I'm like, you're darker than me. And he'd be like, well, you're black, but I'm not. And I'm like, you you can't choose. Like, what do you mean? And then I look back and I'm like, I definitely did that. Like growing up, like, because that's a unfortunately that's society it's not like I do that now that I'm like aware that I did that but I didn't even realize I was doing it when I was younger right well and as a child too I feel like you're you know you don't want to be different you know and it was I mean I don't and if majority of the people I was around are black and they're all my friends then when they're like ew not that white girl. I'm like, oh, not that white girl. And then yeah. when I'm like around a like majority white people, then they're like, oh, well, when black people and then they're like, I'm like, yeah, oh, my God, that's crazy. That's awful. Like, I, not no. you. I just mean like, no, I know. Like, and it's, I'm always that. I'm always in the middle and I I'm never. It's hard to be like one side of the fence or the other like I'm I'm yeah. constantly standing in the middle and um 
my mom and I actually, um, when the Black Lives Matter stuff was happening, we actually like still always have conversations about it because um, she doesn't always see it or like sometimes chooses to ignore because I think that's easiest for people that don't have any connection to it and stuff. Um, we have in like her eyes have been open to so much that goes on that mm-hmm. um, she wasn't even aware of before. And I'm like, and that's not okay. Like, yeah. what if I was like, like in the summer when I'm freaking four shades darker? Yeah. You want me to get pulled over? Like, do you, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's just, it's insane. And it's, it's weird. But in as much as I like to be tan in the summer, sometimes I'm like, I don't want myself to get too dark and it's the same with black people like they'll be outside but they're like I don't want to get too dark like yeah because and that's society's that's weird so crazy to me that's so crazy yes. to me for you that it's like you could get pulled over in the winter and be fine but if you get pulled over in the middle of July it's like oh shit this could go one of two ways like I can't I mean, I never want to pretend that I understand or that I, yeah. you know, cause I don't, I never will yeah. in the summer. I'm trying to get as tan as I possibly can. Cause it's about, <laughs> you know, I'm Irish, so I don't tan, you know what I mean? But it's just like, that's so crazy to me. And I've never thought about it. Like I always just try and put myself in the shoes of like, just black like, people, I've but I've never thought I've been about told like the one time I went down to Florida and I came back up here and I, I was so dark that people were telling me I looked like dirty. Like I needed to like, like I look like I had like soot on my face or something like that because I, I didn't have any of the attributes that most black Americans have. So they were like, you just look like, like it doesn't. Yeah. They're like, it doesn't fit like your features and your, everything and I'm like oh ha ha like at the time I'm like that's weird that's funny and now I'm like ew yeah that's rude I just yeah I can't imagine and I like when we were talking about you know voodoo and African culture and stuff that's when it I mean I know you're not African you're half Jamaican mm-hmm. but it's still I I was thinking that back in my head I'm like because for you I know you are very light-skinned and you're you know I understand yeah, and I'm- what people say about your features and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think I'm still very much a chameleon when it comes to like a lot of those situations. Like I don't fit in either category. So I'm never like included or excluded for the most part. I'm just one of the bystanders. Very much a chameleon. Yeah. I, Mm -hmm. I I understand. I mean, I don't understand, but I, yeah, but we've never had, we've never had to have that kind of conversation before Mm -hmm. because I'm me, you're you, we're, yeah great together like we've never had to like really break down and be like what's a day in the life actually yeah well yeah it's like hard for me to even describe because it's not something that I even think about too much right well and that's the thing is I always you know because people always say I feel like a lot of times a racist's favorite thing is, well, my neighbor's black or, well, I know black people and it's like that's my favorite they're like I have a black cousin yeah. And I'm like, but have you ever married asked them in about or their was life? adopted? Yeah. And it's like, no. but have you ever taken the time to ask? And then I was like, I've never asked Lexi, but it's, I think it's because I've known you for so long that I'm like, I was with you most of the time of the day in your life. And oh yeah. And if anything we just had like, a weird life. happened, I would have like told you, but yeah, it's right. like little things that I have to, that I have in the back about. of my head, like, yeah. and I'm going to be outside. I'm going to get tan. I'm going to do whatever, but of there course. is that like, oh, I'm kind of getting dark. Like, how much darker do you want to get? And like, it's a weird Ugh. line. That's crazy. I can't, I can't even begin to imagine, but I think that this was a very progressive episode and I'm very oh proud my God, that we had this I know. conversation. And, this and was a good so, episode. So while looking into like some of the voodoo stuff, um, mm-hmm. I think I'm actually going to like look into some of it because like on November 3rd, the voodoo diva on Instagram posted happy Bowen criminal day and it's like I don't know and she had a picture of a chicken on here and said in two days we're doing a celebration and they're like we need to give our thanks and they're like thank you for offering your life and I'm like number one I don't think that rooster is offering its life I think you just kind of captured it 
but <laughs> but yeah i would be very interested to like learn learn about that yeah, yeah and who knows crazy. maybe maybe that's what you'll resonate with maybe because i know in jamaican yeah. culture it's popular too maybe you know mm-hmm. maybe that's what it is maybe you'll resonate with it or something but yeah um, let's let's do our hoorays and wrap this one up i think this hold on good- my mom just threw me her card for today and it said stop fucking whining it says no one wants to listen to that shit complaining makes you weak you have the strength to change your world so do it oh my god it's so it's very aggressive i love is that the one that was like oh is it dark in here your head's in your ass is that that deck oh yes i'm like oh my god ew that's so funny um i have a hooray okay oh my god because guess what oh my god i knew it this episode is the episode <laughs> that's launching the week I leave for Florida. So guess what? I get to say it's you my do. vacation week. You that's do. That's my hooray. It, let's Congratulations. see. Congratulations. Wednesday, Thursday, three days. This will launch on Tuesday and I leave Friday. So I finally get to go. And I'm, I've been like dreaming about, I've been having dreams of just sitting on the shore in that emerald green water and i'm like oh i cannot wait yeah that's so excited so we leave this week so i've been waiting congratulations (laughs) thank you hey you just got to go on vacation a month ago i know but it wasn't to a beach oh and okay i do have one more hooray next no not this coming week the next week I, the week I leave, I get to go see Andrea again and get another Reiki healing mine slash is, massage. Mine might be this Thursday. Mine's, I think it's, I think it's the Tuesday. I think it's the day this episode launches. It'll be that Tuesday. Ooh. That I get to go. That's going to be great. I am so excited. I literally, like, I can feel my body starting to go back to its old ways. And I'm like, I felt so good after seeing her. I'm like, I need her to do her magic again on my body because I, I know I'm excited. <laughs> it will. And she like read up on like a few things. Um, Cause remember she went down to Tennessee herself and on like her drive down there and stuff. She learned like a, um, like a lot more about my reading and like read up on some stuff and got like more clarification. So she's like, I'll have to explain it to you when I see you. And I'm like, yeah, yay. Yeah. That's so exciting. I'm excited. I did send somebody else her way too. So sweet. I'm excited. All I right. What's your and she's like, you guys are so sweet. Oh. I'm like, no, we love you. We, we fucking love you. We're coming for <laughs> you because we love you. <laughs> I don't right, know. Girl. I'm happy it's getting freaking warmer out. This we're recording a double episode. So we're going to get like a mild snowstorm, but I'm claiming that when this episode launches, it's gonna be nicer out, and I'm gonna get to wear sandals. You might, I think it will be when this episode launches. Yeah, yeah. If, this week no, we're supposed to have a little be. bit of snow. It, it'll get there. It'll get there. I'm so excited. Yeah, warm weather is on on yes. the verge. It's almost May. Isn't that fucking wild? Oh my god! It yes. Like where I'm has confused. the time used? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. This year's, I think because last year was so weirdly slow with the pandemic that this year's just like everything was like locked down and like weird. We're just at home not knowing. Yeah. I know. I love that thing you posted where they were like, I'm waxed and vaxxed, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Oh my God. I thought that was so funny. And, um, where was that at? Was that on Twitter? It was like on Twitter. It was like, this is my mood for summer 2021. I'm, I'm waxed, waxed and vaxxed. Yes. And I'm that. like, fuck yeah. I love, I love that. that. All right, you guys. Well, you know the drill. If you want to reach out to the show and give us um, topic ideas or ask a question, like someone asked about voodoo dolls. So we touched based on that. This kind of took a turn, but I'm glad this was a good it episode. Was a, it was a it. tangent. And I'm glad we did it though. I am too. It was a really good episode. And you know, I think those are the ones that are fun that we don't yeah. really know where it's going in the beginning, but it ends up yeah. being like a, a really beautiful conversation. One. Yeah. So uh, you can email the show at tarot and tea podcast at yahoo.com. Follow us on Instagram at tarot and tea podcast. Make sure you are showing us some love with your likes, comments, shares, reviews, and we will see you guys next Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> T and T and T, right? Tarot and T Tuesday.
T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T